Okay, welcome back, guys. This is our final and last spooky season edition of the podcast, and it is Halloween, so happy Halloween, and we do have Andrew back here. Hi, guys. Happy Halloween. And we are going to be sharing all the scary stories that you guys sent us, and again, we just want to say happy Halloween. We hope you guys have a very spooky Halloween. Nothing too serious, nothing like sleep paralysis but i mean might as well go big or go home now (laughs) go big or go home (laughs) um but yeah so and before we get into the episode i just want to say thank you very much to everybody who sent us stories we actually have quite a few to go through so let's get started i'm excited okay so i don't know if you guys remember from the last no it wouldn't be the last episode but the first episode andrew was in Mm -hmm. and we briefly talked about my friend janet Yes. Okay, so when and Janet her heard the episode <laughs> and her gifts, yes, yeah. that's actually what she replied about. She was like, my gifts, my powers. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah. And so she gave me her story. So I'm going to start with hers because that was where kind of we left off. We talked about her. Mm-hmm. So like I said, she's able to, I don't know what you would call it, like feel things, see things. Yeah, all of the above. She can see them, she can feel them. The powers. Mm -hmm. So she, I asked her, like, do you still have them? Or she's like, yes, but they were actually really, really bad right around that time when I asked her about the ghost in my house. So she said, so at that time I had a friend and we would hang out with her and her family all the time. I would catch her mom just staring at me all the time. Well, it turns out, she reads people but she could never read me my friend had a sister and i could never be around her whenever she would show up they would make her leave and i never understood why one day the mom straight up came up to me and told me in spanish mija tu tienes un don i was like what the fuck so she explained to me that i had my third eye half open and that i had to train and protect myself i told her that i can sense things but I try not to dabble in it because it scares me sometimes. Well, it turns out that they would make my, the sister leave. Is The reason why they would make the sister leave is because of me. She messes with black magic and I supposedly am a white light and I attract all energies. So they would make her leave to protect me. Her and I could never be around each other. We could get We would get really sick. One day, my friend invited me over to this little get together. They sent me the address and I showed up. I walked in the house and I felt weird, like sad, but I thought it was just me because I was fighting with someone at the time. Nope, it was the house. The sister arrived and came up to me and gave me a license and asked me, what do you see? Dude, the license was a regular license, but she had cut little slits at the bottom, but I could not see the person's face. There was no eyes, nose, mouth, nothing. I told her, there's no face. She just smiled. And then she said there was something else she wanted to show me. We walked out. We walked to one of the rooms and there was one bedroom that was two-toned, colored black and red, like this room. (laughs) I stopped. I stepped in and I immediately got so dizzy and my stomach started hurting. Something did not want me there. I ran outside and started throwing up. My friend got back from picking up pizza at the time, at the same time, and she started cursing at her sisters for taking me in there. At her sister, sorry. 
I left. Since then, I would see a shadow man with this black old-timey hat at random times. I told the person she was with, his mom, what happened, and she, being a very spiritual lady, started saging the shit out of the house and me. After that, both her girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, and her mom ended up in the hospital. A few months passed, and I would still see the shadow man around. Part of me thinks he possessed her ex-girlfriend to hurt attack me. That was the day that I left. So, do you remember we talked about a shadow man? Yeah, and how, like, like sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. And so when I first read the story, I was like, that bitch put that shadow man on her because that's mm-hmm. what she showed her with the license that she couldn't see any of the features. Because that's technically what the shadow man is. Like, you can't see their features. Well, you're that. not supposed to see their features. Because I feel like once you see their features, then that's not really a shadow man anymore. Because mm-hmm. supposedly, like, the lore is that the shadow, shadow people and shadow men, you can't see details. So if anybody has experience with that and they're seeing details, I guess it turns into something else. And then for all who don't know, a don is basically like a sixth sense. So they're yeah. saying like you have some sort of ability. That's what a don is. And also, um, for anyone else who doesn't know, like the third eye, she mentioned how it was only half open, but there's people who have it fully open and those are the people that like can see your aura can read you like your vibes everything and uh it's funny because now that i read reread this my my uh friend told me about this lady who is able to like open your third eye and yeah and he was like i would never but he had someone else he knew who worked with him at the time who was like yeah i want to and she performed whatever she needed to perform and yeah i was like, oh hell no yeah i, I said i would never like that's just something <sighs> it's like the ouija board i just cannot fuck with that like yeah but yeah he got this this guy wanted to do it and she performed whatever she needed to perform and he like as soon as they were done with the perf well what is it called like the ritual mm-hmm. he saw his friend who had just recently died come in through the room yeah with i think it was like either shot his himself in the head so there was like no head or something i can't remember correctly i'm seeing him tonight so i'll ask him but yeah i was just like why the fuck would anybody be like yeah i want my third eye open yeah that's just well, ridiculous because some people aren't scared of it that's like true. He did say he was skeptic, but I'm like, okay, but you're skeptic enough to be like, okay, let me have my whole, like, my whole fucking life. Go from life zero thing. to a hundred. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <Real quick. laughs> yeah. I don't understand that. Oh. Then she was, Janet said that she, her house she bought is um, haunted. And I'm like, girl, you're haunted. But she said, we moved in a year ago and my niece was watching TV in the living room. My sister was working late and I got a phone call from my sister saying to go check on Jennifer because she can hear someone walking around in the back room. So my pregnant ass goes to check out the house. The house is locked up and no one is around. I could feel someone there, but nothing bad. So I tell the girls there's nothing there and go to bed. Recently, my other niece was watching movies in the living room and she hears someone in the kitchen and she... Turn, she runs to my sister and they check the house and again, no one. So my niece refused to sleep alone for a week. I asked them the next morning why they were making noise so late and they told me what happened. 
Two days later, my babysitter went to put my daughter down for a nap and she fell asleep with her, but she woke up and could not move. But there was a man in the room. She closed her eyes thinking she was dreaming, opened them again, and it was gone. I was joking with my sister about it in the kitchen saying I was going to move one of my Arlo cameras from the outside and set it up in the back room to catch it. And she she freaked saying no and as i said it the light started flashing so i told it dude i was just kidding just leave my sitter and babies alone and we are good it stopped and my older niece started crying but nothing since nothing since okay cool <laughs> well it's kind of like when i told you about like in the last episode where like my siblings and my aunt and my mom were just talking about like shit that happens to us and then the light chandelier kind of yeah. dimmed and yeah. brightened again yeah it's like I believe it's like an energy. Like, that's why they use, like, the electrical stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But it, it's kind of like they just want to do their thing and then not be discussed. And they kind of almost get offended or bothered that you just bring them up and discuss them, you know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They're private, I guess. Well, I guess. <laughs> With the sleep paralysis, so she saw the, that man. Was it just kind of like a shadow again? Or was it an actual figure? No, she didn't have sleep paralysis she was seeing this shadow man around her life oh, they said she couldn't move oh no that was her sitter oh, that was okay. the sitter she couldn't move but i don't i don't know if it was i don't think it was sleep paralysis <sighs> she probably just froze on the spot you know oh, what God. i mean i think i actually i'll i'll go next because i actually have another story about we go into that sleep paralysis realm which if you guys didn't listen to the last episode, which you should have, we kind of talk a little bit about that, like how sleep paralysis uh, can be you've always had it or it could be attached to something. Or plays or just a happens place. once in a while. Yeah. So if you haven't listened, follow, subscribe and follow, listen to it. Yeah. And tell your mom <laughs> and tell your dad and tell your friends. <laughs> so my friend actually told me about sleep paralysis she had, which she had never had. Until something happens, it's so, an awful feeling. So, girl, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything about that because yeah, that just sounds. Too <laughs> you don't scary want to speak it into existence. No, no. <laughs> so my friend says I was twenty when I was pregnant with my son. My baby daddy and I moved to my parents' house for two months while our house was being built. We temporarily took my brother's room, and he warned me about shadows or a shadow and how he would have sleep paralysis. I, of course, did not believe him. He also told me as we were making our move, well, as they were going to move in, that he had finally seen the shadow's face, but did not want to talk about what he saw. When I asked him for details, he didn't want to talk about it. So when I was staying in the room, I began to see a shadow in the corner of the room. Whatever it was kept appearing, and I learned that if I saw the shadow, that meant that I would have a bad night. I would have sleep paralysis only in the room during my short stay there. You know when they say if you leave your foot out hanging <laughs> that the monster is going to grab it? <laughs> yeah. Well, one night it actually happened to me. I was pulled so hard I almost fell off the bed. I was so relieved when our house was finally done, but I did have some panic because I was scared this thing would follow me to my new home. My parents moved a little shortly after that, 
but my aunt moved in with her family into that house. This shadow slash sleep paralysis is attached to this room because my cousin would move into that room and experience the same activity as my brother and I. So that's what I mean. Like that sleep paralysis and shadow man was attached to that room only. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's just like something happened in that room for sure. For or sure. they opened something or, in that room. Yeah. Or yeah. Or some, someone opened something in that room. Yeah. More than likely that's what happened. Cause. Yeah. And this was Janet as well? No, this was my friend. This oh, was my friend okay. Teresa. She was pregnant at the time and she like I <gasps> when she told me cuz she had listened to I forgot which podcast I did that kind of talked about like something like that and she said like, "Oh, oh, um yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, I had never had sleep paralysis until she moved into that room." And it was like the scariest thing ever. And that's when I told her, which I think we briefly mentioned in our last episode how Krishan had sleep paralysis, but it was only at that apartment that we had. Yeah. Yeah. So she was well, that's when she told me that. I was like, "Ugh." I said, "I if I feel like sleep is such a vulnerable state for us, like if something happens during or while you're asleep it's so vulnerable because you're asleep absolutely and also i mean if you think about it scientifically and technically speaking like when you sleep like your body almost goes in a state of shutdown your your heart rate slows down like and you're kind of I feel like you almost kind of go into a different realm mentally so you can kind of be here and probably like limbo if you have that ability so because yeah. it kind of reminds me of my cousin who also always like suffers from sleep paralysis and yeah and so crazy things would happen to her too like her f- feet being pulled um seeing shadow people and yeah and she would always like see multiple shadow people or the same shadow person and it kind of started leaking into her real life where she'd be awake you did mention this briefly in one of the last podcasts yes and uh when she told me that like what well one like experience that she had it was just so scary where she was home alone and she heard knocking on her window right because the way her her bedroom is she's in the front of the house so you can knock on her window from, like, her front yard. Okay. And sometimes, like, her sister would do that or someone would do that when they got there and they didn't have a key to get in. They would knock. Okay. And so she heard knocking. But at first it was kind of just, like, a light, light tap. And she just was like, what the hell? Like, she kind of thought it was just either something moving or, like, the air conditioning turning on or whatever. And then it knocked even harder, right? And at when she would be in sleep paralysis, she would see the shadow person. And it kind of, like, kept on getting closer and closer and closer but again nothing and so at this point like she knew she was awake but she was home alone she heard the knocking on the window and at first she tried to ignore it but she's like no like no one's here no one's coming home yet like and finally it knocked so like hard that she thought her window was gonna like break (gasps) right and when she finally went to open up the cur- or curtain to see, like, who the fuck is knocking so hard? Like, knocking like, knocking like the police, you know? <laughs> <laughs> she went op- and opened the curtain, and it was the shadow person from her dreams or her sleep paralysis. 
But she wasn't asleep. She wasn't asleep. And it almost went like like taunting her because it was like, yeah, bitch, I got you to open the curtain. Like, I got your attention. Yeah, like, I'm really here. It's not just a dream. It's not just a dream. Like, yeah, and only you can see me. And it started, like, almost dancing around, like, in her front yard. Like, (gasps) it jumped on, like, her her front fence, like, into the street. Like, it was dancing around, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, went into, like, the neighbor's yard, crossing, running around in circles. Like, and then finally came back and came to her window and it smiled at her. And all she can see was the sharp teeth. She couldn't <gasps> see any other feature in her face, just the teeth oh smiling at her and taunting her. I have heard the lore of like how sometimes you can see the teeth. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, because I remember asking her, like, was it just like a regular person's teeth, like kind of smiling at you, like, ha ha ha, I'm laughing because I made you open the the curtain and but it was like laughing at her but it was very like sharp almost like predator type of teeth i would have lost my shit i probably would have fainted well yeah i mean same girl like and like what do you see that like sometimes she does like she loses sleep because she knows like or kind of like i told you like when i'm drifting off to sleep like i kind of know when i'm gonna when i'm gonna have sleep paralysis because like just the heaviness i feel on myself and she knows that too and so sometimes she like loses out on sleep because of it yeah I couldn't do. Like, I couldn't. Constantly. You love sleep, yeah. Yeah, girl. I'm in hibernation mode like 90% of my life. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but for it to like leak from her sleep paralysis and being yeah. in a dream to like her real life. Like... Okay, and then another thing that happens with her is, so that happened, I mean, which is terrifying enough. But this thing is like straight out, out to fuck with her because... There's been times she told me about this other incident where she was, I don't know if you would count this as sleep paralysis, but she was in her dream, like, or in a sleep state. And, but she didn't know she was asleep because she kind of fell asleep. She fell asleep or, and she woke up and she saw that her boyfriend came over. Right. But she knew like, like, I thought you were going to come like later on. Right. But her boyfriend wouldn't talk to her. Oh, this like, is bad, just like with your grandma. Yes, her boyfriend wouldn't talk to her, and he just, like, turned and looked at her and, like, smiled, and he had, like, his car keys, or his brother's car keys in his in his hand, and she's just like, that's weird, like, I thought you were coming later, you didn't even tell me that you were on your way, nothing, right? She just kind of woke up when she heard like, the door open for him walking in, and so he she would talk to him, and she he would just, like, not reply to her, just kind of, like, smile at her, and he, like, crawled into bed with her. Right, like she felt him, like the imprint of him, like getting into bed, and he laid down next to him, next to her, and she was like, "Okay, just ignore me," right? Like she's just being sarcastic, and he like laid down next to her, and then put his arms around her and hugged her. But she said the minute that he, she felt him, put his arms around her and hug her, he was hugging her so tight. She said, my body just all of a sudden got so heavy and I couldn't move. I couldn't, Mm. like, speak or anything. And she's like, and then I, like, woke up from my dream. Right? And then later on when her boyfriend did come, he was wearing exactly what he was wearing in her dream. Um, But what she did, like, remembering back, she did realize, like, my room wasn't the same layout. Like, my room was kind of how I used to have it, like, back in the day before I redecorated it. 
But she said that her boyfriend was wearing the exact same thing. Like, he noticed that he had his brother's car keys. And she's like, oh, you're driving your brother's car? And he was like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, I, like, I had a dream about you. And I, like, you were wearing the same thing. And he's like, no. He's like, I literally just got this shirt, like, in the mail today. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <gasps> No, that thing's evil. Yeah, like, it's, like, shape-shifting, like, to be people, like, she knows, like, to get close to her, and, like, it's just, like, as if she, it's just wanting to get closer and closer and closer to her. Like, that sounds like something that was, like, put upon you. Oh, yeah, she's always saying, like, she's, like, I kind of feel like it's, like, a curse almost. Yeah, because, like... like... It almost sounds like, you know how Janet, they put that shadow man on her? Mm-hmm. It sounds like, yeah, like this thing has been put on her for a long time. And this thing is like truly evil. Yeah. Because that shit is just, oh my God. Right. That is so scary. I could not. <sighs> oh my God. No. Sorry. <laughs> that's just, that's wild. <laughs> okay. That's scary. Yeah. That's too scary for me. <laughs> So, yeah, that's going to be like, um, what's it called? Um, that's going to give me nightmares. You know, and I, and so I mean, I, yeah, of course, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I've always had, like, conversations with her. And she has told me how her, like, great-grandma would dabble in, like, brujeria and mm. stuff. And her great-grandma did, would just do the craziest shit and... She didn't like her, her nana, which is her, her son's wife. And she did like speak into his existence. Like, you're not good enough for my, for my son. Like, I hope you guys are not happy and that your children's children are not happy Uh and kind of down the line. So it's just like, what if she did curse them? Like. Disgusting. Yeah. That's just. uh. Maybe you guys should do like a, well, she should do like a supernatural thing. You know how in Supernatural, the show, they like dig her back up and burn her bones. Do you think that would work? <laughs> Let's just travel to Mexico real quick. <laughs> Be a grave that robber. Look, I'm just saying it could work. There's a lot of lore in Supernatural that is accurate. So that's why I'm saying like maybe it could work. Uh, which, I mean, would she still be bones? Like how long does it, like, does it? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. We don't hmm. do much science in this podcast, yeah. so I really don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if anybody knows the answer to that, let How us know. How long does it take for your bones to turn into dust? Could we possibly, yeah, could we possibly still dig her up yeah. and burn her bones? <laughs> right? Because that's what they do in Supernatural. They burn yes. them. Yes. Well, okay. they, I mean, they believe burning anything will have some sort of, like, end it right then and there. Well, I mean... It wouldn't hurt to try. Absolutely. Let me know if you need help. (laughs) (laughs) Real trip. Okay. So, in the first podcast that you debuted yourself, Mm -hmm. we talked about, um, like, the skinwalkers and just how spiritual the Native American culture is. So, um, Craig's family actually sent a few of their stories, and they all, of course, you know, take place in their home which would be like the reservation. Mm-hmm. So Cray's aunt saw a witch, like an actual witch, like the witches you see in TV where it's like a hat and they look scary. Like, yeah, she was walking home one night and saw a woman dressed up like a witch, witch hat and everything, 
She looked at her, but her head was tilted down. She got to her house and tried to show like her family, like, you know, saying like, come here, come here and see this type of thing. So you literally like turn your head away for just a bit. And then they came out and she was That's completely kind. gone. And it was not there anymore. So she had that experience. Um, there was no signs of her. She was completely gone. But then the family also experienced, like, they didn't call it a possession. And I don't know if it's disrespectful of me saying that. But it honestly, that is a type of possession. Because she said that the family experienced, um, they, well, sorry. They recall a sister suddenly passing out sort of like in a sleeping state because she started talking, but it wasn't her words. And it, oh, she was like Lord. talking for someone else. And she started, um, okay, hold on. So she, it, they believe it was their recently deceased grandpa warning them that there was something wicked in the house and he was trying to chase it out of the house. More than likely a sleep, uh, a skinwalker. So they ended up burning a lot of cedar throughout the house because they, that was like their warning mm -hmm. that there was something in the house trying to like basically mess with them. Sure. So she, she sent me that like, and I was thinking too, like, yeah, that if somebody is talking through you, that's kind of sort of like a possession, right? Like, because they have to use. A vessel to mm -hmm. so I was just like that's scary but it but it's like uh you welcome that kind of possession because they gave you a warning about something worse that could happen in that house you yeah. know that's wild but it sticks with that message or like what we talked about last time how it's like they're super super spiritual and like their ancestors and stuff absolutely so I mean yeah but anyway um so I guess like the warning or kind of Someone speaking through another or something. Because um, what I mean by that is, like, with my family, like, um, they used to live in a small city called King City in California. And my, I remember my aunt telling me, well, one of her experiences was that they were really little, her and my, my mom. And my grandmother would have get-togethers at her place. And it was, like, her girlfriends and, like, her sisters that would be there in town and they would get together for drinks fun but then they would like to play with the ouija board it's like you're gonna have like wine and dine <laughs> with a supernatural twist yeah i love it but i also hate it right like it sounds like something i would be down but when i'm there i'd be like just kidding right 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 <laughs> i gotta go uh so of course they would never like when they would play with the Ouija board, they would see it as just a fun game. They would never... They obviously knew the concept of it, of, you know, kind of speaking to spirits, but they would never try to summon something or bring it in. Like, like they would... Like, people lose someone and they want to get in contact yeah, with Yeah. It was very much like, like, does so-and-so love me? Like, am I going to be pregnant? Am I going to have a life with money? Do you know what that reminds me of? Have what? you ever seen uh, Sugar and Spice? I don't think so. <gasps> The cheerleaders who rob the bank? No, I've never seen that. Oh, my God. Never mind. But if you guys have seen Sugar and Spice, it reminds me of the scene where they come. I think, like, they play the Ouija board whenever they have sleepovers. And they ask them stupid shit like that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, it always had to be a virgin who worked the planchet because the devil doesn't fuck with the virgin, supposedly. Uh, okay. But I don't know. And then one of the girls says, like, I'm not a virgin anymore. I rode a horse. 
Like, she oh. won a horse, or she thinks it, like... Yeah, she's... Anyway, you really need to watch that movie. I love that movie. That's anyway, so go funny. on. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, so basically, they would ask questions like it was a magic eight ball, you know? And all of a sudden, my mom and my aunt were in the living room playing because they were, again, little, and all the adults were at the dining room table kind of drinking and talking and playing with the Ouija board. And all of a sudden, they had a, they always they had a cat. They liked cats, and yeah. they yeah. <laughs> and the cat started saying, "I don't feel good," like in its cat voice, and like running around the coffee table saying, "I don't feel good. I don't feel good," and throwing up and threw up multiple times. Oh. But it was saying it so loud. Well, instantly when my aunt and my mom heard that, of course they jumped on the couch and were holding each other for they dear were life because they were yeah freaking the fuck out, and. But the cat was saying it so loud that my grandmother even got up from the dining room and came and she was just like, what? Like, what are you guys saying? Like, who doesn't feel good? <gasps> yeah. Like, so it wasn't only them as children hearing it, like, an, an adult heard, heard it, it. Right? And so, like, all the adults came because I, I, I kept them, the cat kept them running around and throwing up and saying, I don't feel good. <gasps> and then so my, when my grandma was like, who doesn't feel good? Because she thought it was my mom or my aunt saying it. And the, both of them pointed to the cat, and they're like, the cat talked, you know? And so my, like, when the adults, like, looked at the cat and saw that it was, like, throwing up, like, my, one of the deals that were there got it from the, ta- like, a tail. I'm not for animal abuse, but <laughs> <laughs> the cat talked. This is not, no ordinary cat. Um, got it from the tail and, like, opened the front door and just chucked it right out the window. Or out the door. Yeah, and... With the actually, and with the cat, like where it landed when he threw it, it, it died right then and there. Oh my God. Yeah, where it landed. But they would still see the cat sitting, like when, after, days after it passed away. Like they would still see the cat around the property, like <gasps> sitting on like the on the like the porch or on the cars. Yeah. And so it didn't die. I guess it was nine the, lives. Yeah, there that you was go. One of the lives. <laughs> yeah. And. It turns out that, you know, they found out after the fact that her one of her sisters who was in Southern California, because my grandmother would lived in kind of like Northern California, like Monterey County. Um, and so they were hours apart. And she was my my aunt, my great aunt, I guess, was having a miscarriage. Right. She had been full term, like, um, but like in the last month of her pregnancy, she was having a miscarriage and she got mm-hmm. very ill and she was wishing for her sisters to be there so much that she kept on saying in her head, like, I don't feel good. Like, I wish you were here. I wish you were here. I don't feel good. And in some way kind of manifested that connection through the cat to speak for her saying, I don't feel good. Yeah. So if the cat was here, the cat would say something along the lines, like, I don't know why the fuck you chucked me out. Right, right. You called upon me. Yeah. I was just, I was just the messenger. You fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she was in the middle of having a miscarriage and wow. her, or I mean, no, it wasn't really a miscarriage. I guess her, she had gave birth, but she was so sick from it. It was just something was going wrong, and the baby ended up dying, oh, like an hour after giving wow. birth to it. Yeah, and she just, oh, okay, okay. she was wishing so hard that her sisters were there. And you know what's so funny is that the three oldest sister, which that one was like the second oldest, like um, the three oldest always had that strong bond. It's It was so crazy, just like different stories that they would say. And like one instance that they were like dirt poor. So, and, and basically it was like a single mother because my grandfather was here. 
And so she would sometimes would have to ask like her cousins or her uncles to like watch them while she while she worked. And they would live like people's houses to people's houses because she couldn't afford her own place. Mm. And but sometimes they were just so mean to them. And like this one time, the mother was working at right, or my great grandmother was working at night, and the three of them they were just giving like a bed sheet, right? Like not even a blanket, but just a bed sheet and was like, here you go, like go to sleep somewhere. They weren't given a place to sleep. They had to sleep on the floor. And this was like in the dead of like winter. And so there was like, and again, they grew up poor. So like the houses weren't, it was kind of like a house made on dirt, you know? And so they had to sleep like that. And they were kind of like basically in a ball together, trying to keep each other warm and my that same aunt that ended up having um or like her baby basically dying on her when she was little she's like i remember laying down and just thinking i'm so cold so 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 cold right like my bones were hurting from how cold i was and she's like but the way i was laying i was laying on my side and i can see underneath like one of the dressers or the shelves that they had there one of the bookcases and she's like there was like a little like space between the floor and where it was standing on and she's like and I saw a little light and she's like and I couldn't figure out like where the light was coming from because there was nothing behind it like there wasn't a door there was nothing but there was a little light underneath it and I like started focusing on it and like it just kept on growing and, and like flickering a little bigger a little bigger each time and she's like and I ended up like starting to feel warm inside of me and she's like, and it basically warmed me up and I fell asleep. Yeah. So it was just like stuff like that that would happen to them. Interesting. Yeah. So like being in that house where they like the cat talked, I think the property itself basically had something wrong with it or it was some sort of passageway or history or something because then my aunt was telling me about this time like back in the day they didn't have much they didn't even have like a television nothing so they would basically kind of just play pretend and entertain themselves and um my grandmother one of her sisters or cousins they would like to make doilies for them on top of like your like the um shelves and cabinets and stuff and and so my, my grandmother would always have a bunch of doilies everywhere. And my aunt would used to get them and pretend it was her hair, right? Because <laughs> my I've seen pictures and my grandmother would always have like them have them in like in bowl cuts. <laughs> she makes the a joke. <laughs> she makes the joke that they look like little priests. <laughs> and and so she would get the doilies like the bigger doilies and pretend that it was her hair and like it was like a little wig right and she would like see her reflection like in the in in the window and pretend like she was like flipping her hair and and just posing and stuff she's like but this one night she said that she's like i was kind of a far away from the window where I could only see my silhouette and I would like make shake the doily and make it seem like it was my hair she's like but one time I made my head move to the right and she's like and my reflection moved to the left Mm -hmm. and she's like and I looked at it and she's like I thought like fuck that's weird right yeah she's like and then I moved my head to the left and my shadow went or my like reflection went to the right and she's like what the hell 
And she's like, and so when I got, I went closer to the window, which that for me, I would have been like, yeah, I'm not going to investigate it. We're done. Yeah. (laughs) But she, of course, went to investigate. She got closer to the window. And she's like, and now I was close enough where I saw my reflection to see my features. She's like, but it wasn't me, she said. It was like this man. And she's like, and this man, she's like, it, she he was dressed in like an era of clothing. She described it like a like one of those Three Musketeers where they would have like the Captain Hook hats okay. and with the, the big ruffle. old feather, the ruffle shirts, yeah, like the little satchel. Yeah. And she's like, and she saw him, and she like kind of froze, like like what the fuck, you know, who is that? And she's like, this the man like. I guess apparently quite the gentleman because he like <laughs> stepped back and took off his hat and like kind of to say like hello, what you know, a yeah, and then, <laughs> and then put the hat on. But that scared the shit out of her. Of and, course, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't, right? And she ended up running to my grandmother and being like, "Mom, mom, there's somebody outside. There's a man outside. There's a man outside, right?" And one of her uncles was like, "What the fuck?" And went outside and like looked around the entire house, of and there no was, was nobody. There. Right. But the thing about the house is that it was above ground. There was like a crawl space underneath the ground. So Aww. even to be like, you would have to be super tall to be able to be put your face to the window. Oh, wow. You know? And, but yeah, my uncle, my great uncle went outside and like looked around the entire house and there was absolutely nobody outside. And it was like dirt outside and there was like no footprints, nothing. Yeah. The gentleman was gone. The gentleman was gone for sure. But again, what a gentleman. I mean, if, uh, knock on wood, but if I'm ever going to see a ghost, I'd want it to be a gentleman. Please have manners. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't want to freak her out. He wanted to say hello. So, I mean. And that's the crazy thing, too. It was like, it was aware. Right? Yeah, like it, of her. Like, yeah. It wasn't just uh, an energy kind of like going into Passing emotion of, or emotion of like a memory kind of just yeah. on replay. Right? It was like, oh, I saw you and you saw me, too. Like, yeah. hi fucking wild yeah fucking casper right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean and that was like i could say like the pleasant one you know like the the only pleasant experience she had i mean it was still scary of course because it was unexplicable but it wasn't clearly not trying to harm her right like saying hello you know yeah um another instance where she said that they would sometimes give up their their room to like the uncles because well all, all my grandmother like my grandmother and all her siblings um and her sibling spouses they used to work in the fields in california so they would sometimes go from southern california all the way up to northern california depending on like what the season and what was growing and right. work different fields so mm-hmm. her house was kind of like the the middle point from between southern california and northern california okay. and so they would always stop there and so sometimes my mom and my aunt used to have to give up their room and and my uncles and aunts used to sleep in there and also my my grandmother also had like a, a garage separate from the house that she also turned into a room okay and so they would always have experiences where they would feel like who they thought was like princess their dog jumping onto the bed Right. And one instance, my uncle even felt himself pushing the dog off the bed with his feet. <gasps> yeah. So he was like, push the dog off the bed with his feet. She was like a little like chihuahua mixed with something. It was a tiny dog. And 
the evil dogs. Yeah, and he, she kept on jumping on the bed. And finally, he just got fed up. He was like, fuck, princess. Like, you're not listening. <laughs> he turned on the light, went to open the garage door to, like, get her out. And when he opened the door, she was standing, like, sitting outside the door. She was never inside. She was never inside. <gasps> yeah. And so... One inst- host wanted to get freaky. <laughs> right. <laughs> was not giving up. <laughs> consent or not, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna experience this. <laughs> we're not laughing at the consensual part. Yeah. yeah. We're just laughing at the fact that this thing was determined. Adamant. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and so one of the instances where so then when they when they would give up their bedroom, and their aunts or uncles would sleep in there, they would sleep in the bed with my grandmother. And it was the three of them in, like, probably, like, a queen or full-size bed. Like, mm-hmm. it, the rooms weren't that big. And so she said, I was kind of squeezed on the edge of the bed, um, and I couldn't really move. So she's like, I, my aunt's like, I decided to sleep at the foot of the bed, right, like, along the feet. And she's like, the way I was laying down, I can see down the hallway. And she's like, and I was, like, looking down the hallway, trying to, like, fall asleep, but I couldn't. And she's like, and she saw a shadow of a short man. <gasps> Right. She's like, I could only see like the silhouette again. Shadow people are right. everywhere, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, I can They're see busy. the <laughs> Right. Um, and she's like, I can see the silhouette of a shorter man. And she's like, and I can see a taller man standing next to him that was a kind of like heavy set but mm-hmm. really tall. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I remember like patting my mom, my grandmother, like on her feet and be like, mom, mom, they're like, there's someone, like, there's men in the kitchen, there's men in the kitchen, right? And my grandmother being half asleep, she's like, Mihai, you're just, you're just dreaming, like, go back to sleep, like, go back to sleep. And, uh, and I, that's one thing I hate, too, it's just, like, adults being so dismissive yeah, to, like, little kids yeah. when they're saying things, saying something, because... Everyone knows that children are more open yeah, yeah. to seeing things, right? And they automatically just say things without doubting it. Like we yeah. do. Like we talked about last time how you said, like, I'm more of a realist. So yes. I just tell myself, like, it's, it's just nothing. my head. I'm just. But the kids yeah. will automatically be like, I'm telling you what I'm seeing right now. I have no reason to see right. this. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like, I, I saw them. And she's like, and my grandmother just told her, like, you're, you're dreaming. Just go back to bed. And I think sometimes. I mean, adults will say that too because, because they're they scared. Because they don't want to check yeah. and be scared. Yeah. Yeah. And so my aunt's like some shit I do. <laughs> right. And then so my aunt's like, she's like, I put my the blanket over my head, and I was like, just kind of squeezed my eyes closed for a minute, and she's like, okay, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming. My mom said I'm dreaming. I must be dreaming, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, and I kind of like lifted the blanket off my head a bit. And to look back down the hallway, and she's like, and I saw them, like, with, like, with their hands kind of signaling me to, like, come with them. Like, come here, come here, you know? And she's like, then they started walking towards me, like, getting closer and closer, like, start walking down the hallway to their bedroom. And she's like, and I, like didn't take off the blanket from my head. I kind of just opened it slightly oh, just yes. to see. We've all done that. Yeah, and she's like, and they stopped where... Our bedroom is, like, my my mom's and my aunt's bedroom was at. And she's like, and they walked into the bedroom. Yeah. And, and who was there? Well, who was, uh, it was my uncle who, like, again, a truck driver. Oh, yeah. And he was borrowing the room, and so he was sleeping in there. Oh. Uh, him and my aunt, his, his wife. Mm-hmm. And there'd be times, actually, I mean, it kind of, 
explains it as well. Like, it definitely had a... Um, I mean, it just makes sense that it would play a part into it because they, my aunt and my grandma would have to sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and wake him up because he would start, like, screaming and speaking in, like, different languages, almost like speaking in tongues in his sleep. Yeah. And so, like, and for them to, like, stop at the bedroom and then go in there and then that happened, like... Yeah. Yeah. I always associate, like... Whoops, sorry. I always associate um, different languages, like, instantly in my head because of, you know, movies and shit. Mm -hmm. I always associate, like, with demons and shit. So that would scare me, period. Like, I wouldn't even need a reason. Or just, like, if your ass starts talking in a language that I know your ass doesn't know, I'm leaving you here. Yeah, And I'm going to throw you inside, like, a bath filled with holy water because there's <laughs> something wrong with you. Just keep a that's, bottle of holy water with you and anytime they start speaking in their sleep, the shit out of splash me. it in their face. Ooh, <laughs> when people speak different languages they've never spoken, I don't know. I think that's just wild. Like, I know there's a lot of, like, people who doubt in possessions and, you know, demons and stuff, but if you can all of a sudden develop another language or, like, speak in tongues or something... I don't know. Yeah, you know, and it's That's funny because, it, yes, it's much. scary, but at the same time, like, there's a bunch of religions that speak in tongues. Yeah? Yeah, and I and that's, I mean, and that's their thing, and cool, and I'm pretty sure it's not in the same aspect or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I find it scary either way, you know? And, yeah, I and mean. so, and I think it kind of, them playing with the Ouija board, yes, yeah. even though if it's a cute night, drinks, yeah. whatever, like, like I'm pretty said, sure it was just adding fuel to the fire. Yeah, like we said before, we don't know what's coming in through that thing. Yeah. You're opening a portal and you don't know what's going to come out of that. Yeah, because you're not even, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, that and you have no control over what entity is going to show up. Yeah, and I think that's very much what happened because even at the end when... They were moving out. Well, like, before they even moved out, like, things were just progressing, you know? Mm Because my mother even told me about a time where just the kids would do, like, they were running all over the house. And and she's like, we were playing, and we were playing in the room, and I was running from the living room to the room and getting toys. And and she's like, in one instance, she's like, I was running from my my grandma's room down the hall past the living room. And she's like, and I was running so fast because we were, like, playing and playing tag and stuff. She's like, I was running so fast. She's like, but from the corner of the my eye, she's like, I saw grandma sitting on the couch, smiling at me. She's like, but the thing is, she's like, it wasn't her because her face was so like pale white. She's like, her eyes were kind of like like bloodshot red, like like dark bags underneath her eyes. Uh-huh. Her she's like, her teeth were so ugly and rotten. And she's like, yeah. and she had like rollers in her hair, like a like a hairnet over her rollers, and she was just like smiling and looking at me while I was like running by, and she's like, and I was like in the middle of running, where I kind of looking at her at the same time, like scared, but I was still running, and she's like, and I stopped when I finally got to the kitchen, and she's like, and Grandma was at the stove cooking, <gasps> yeah, oh, yeah, and I don't know if it was. I think it was just a bunch of, like, a little bit of everything, like the Ouija board. I think some people were probably trying to 
do brujería on her because my grandmother at the time too would always suffer from migraines like mm. migraines where she couldn't even function like she would want to be in a dark room and just be laying down and one day when in the process of moving because the city actually bought the property and just, like develop apartments and in the process of moving they she was like starting to clean out her closets and her storage like her garage and her dressers and towards the end she's like i was kind of like cleaning out my like my drawers and making getting rid of stuff i didn't need and she's okay. like and at the back of her underwear drawer she found like this little like little doll like this cloth doll right and, uh. and yeah and she's like it was a cloth doll she's like you can tell it was so old she's like you can see the outline of where like the button eyes used to be and and she's like and at the, i was like what the hell whose is this you know, because it was the ugliest thing. Like, again, it was just made out of cloth and um, and stuffing. And, like, she's, like, at the top, she's, like, I saw, like, a little piece of hair, like, hanging out of it. And she's, like, and when I got the hair and I pulled it out, she's, like, it was the same color and length as my hair. Yeah. And um, she instantly told, like, her, her aunts, like, the elders, and they were, like, this is what's happening. And like one of her tias told her like, you need to put it in like a, a, some sort of like cloth or satin um, bag. And she's like, and you need to burn it. Right. So, and that's exactly, she's like, you need to burn it and you need to bury it. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what she did. She burnt it and then she buried the ashes. And since then she never had migraine again. What? Yeah, girl, crazy shit would happen. And so, of course, they're like, thank God we're moving. Like, let's just yeah. get out of here. And my grandmother would always keep the the Ouija board in the hall closet. And um, at the end, like, they already had everything packed up. And they were sleeping again in the room with my grandmother. And they woke up to hearing, like, a, a child or a toddler crying. Right? They just heard, like, crying, like, hysterical, like, crying. But there was only them in the house. Only them three. Yeah. And this was, like, an acre of land, too. Like, it was a lot of land just for them three. And they heard crying. And my aunt thought it was my mom. And my mom thought it was my aunt. And my grandma was, like, looking at both of them. Like, who's crying? Like, and they were, like, maybe it's the neighbors. Like, someone's fighting outside and they're crying. And they were, like, looking down the hallway because the crying was just getting louder. And then the hall closet where they kept the Ouija board creaked open, right? And in a child voice, it just said, like, Mama, (gasps) right? Like, really loud. And then the hall closet then closed itself again. My aunt was old enough to understand, like... My grandmother, of course, trying to reassure her daughters, like, oh, it's just the neighbors, like, they're fighting yeah, outside, yeah. like, trying to keep and he, yeah, yeah, and trying to keep that poker face, like, I'm yeah. not scared, but even though she was terrified, right, she just kind of, like, put him in her arms and, like, to fall, like, fall asleep, but she didn't sleep the entire night, oh and my aunt was old enough to understand, like, it wasn't the neighbor, right? you know, and that's, like, the last thing that happened, and then they moved out of the house. But, like, years later, then my mom, like, went to high school with one of the people like, that lived in the apartments that they built on that land. And they said that, like, a bunch of crazy shit would happen in the apartments. Yeah, well. that land was definitely yeah special. Definitely has some tainted with something. Wow. Yeah. But, like, do you think, 
I'm going back to the whole your grandmother finding that doll thing. Mm-hmm. It would have to have been someone she knew, right? Yeah. You know what's so funny is that my mother would say... I, I definitely think just because, again, our family history, like how their great-grandparents and like the elders would dabble in like healing and, mm-hmm. and cleansing and magic... Um, that we have a high end like sense or mm-hmm. like intuition. Okay. Um, and we're just sensitive to people's vibes. My my grandmother, of course, just like most Hispanic or elderly people, like loved Avon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was thinking when you said like they had the Ouija nights, I was like, that's like a Mary Kay or Avon. <laughs> Tupperware parties, yeah. home interior, all that, yeah. And so they used to love ordering from Avon, and there was the Avon lady that they became really friendly with. Mm. And so Avon, of course, not only sold, like, makeup, but they would buy their bras and their underwear and everything from there, too. And, but my mom said, like, I just, she would always scare me. The lady. Yes. The Avon lady. Yeah. She's like, she would always scare me. She would always, like, want to come into the house, right? And so my grandma would be like, oh, yeah, come in, like... And she would buy her stuff from her. And she's like, she would always scare me. She's like, to the point where I would dream that she'd be in my dreams. What? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I would have this reoccurring dream where she would, like, come to our house. And she would um, give me gifts. Right? And, oh. like, she would give me a gift. And I'd feel like, and she's like, and there were toys. And I'd, like get the gift and open it and I'd be so excited and oh my god I got this toy blah 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 and she's like she would give it to me and then she's like the minute that she saw I would be happy and got it she would then like take the gift away from me right and she would turn like even uglier oh and she's like and she would start throwing like like fireballs at me what yeah and she's like and I would always try to like run away from her interesting yeah and so I don't know like I'm like maybe like something to do with that had Mm. to do with like the, and the fact that she would buy like underwear and bras from her and it was in her underwear drawer like yeah 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 you know like I'm not saying it's her but there's a good there chance there is a good chance <laughs> yeah yeah oh wow yeah because all her siblings that would come and stay there like my my grandmother's siblings like would always see things there too oh yeah there was some definitely something there in that land for sure wow. Wow. Okay. I got to get out of that. I'm so, like, intrigued by that now. Okay. So, um, let's see. Okay. So, Shala. And I've talked about Shala and how she has several, like, well, actually, I don't know if I went into detail, but Shala is Kushan's cousin. And Mm -hmm. she lived in the reservation basically throughout her whole life. And Kushan had always told me, like, there's something in her house because every time I would stay there, something scary would happen. So, okay, I'll go ahead. She sent me several. She sent me four stories. So the first one is, I remember as a kid, I was sitting in front of the TV in our living room, and there's a restroom right next to the living room. The door was partially open, and I remember that from my peripheral vision, I saw a figure standing in the doorway. doorway. I wasn't scared. I remember that I looked over, I smiled, and went back to watching TV. Like a little psycho. I didn't even react to it. Okay, so before I get to her second story, 
Krishan's mom texted Krishan and was like, I don't know if Shala told you this story, but one time she's like, Shala was watching cartoons. She would always watch cartoons and she was watching, she was watching it and she told me she saw a man like. Standing she, at the doorway. Yeah. And then she just want, went back to watching cartoons. And I was like, okay, two people experiencing that? Like, that's a wild, you know, like. Wait, so her mom experienced it as well? No, no, like. She remembers that Shala saw that, and she was a child, you know, like how we said, like, children yeah. will see it, say, like, oh, there's there's something over there, go back. Like, Shala did it like nothing, like, oh, there's a man there, but I'm watching my cartoon. Savage as fuck, first yeah. of all. Because <laughs> I would have been freaked the fuck Me out. Too. But, but I think, too, when you're, when you see something, they almost telepathically give you this vibe, like, either... It's fine. I'm here to love That's you and protect true. you. Or it's a bad entity and you should be scared of me. Yeah, that is true. That's true. You're right. But as a child, she was just like, fuck it. I'm watching TV. Don't interrupt my Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. So her second story, she said, this one is so vivid and I'll always tell the story. So this was in the summer night. My mom was gone for the evening and it was just me and my cousin. Not Krishan, by the way. We were home alone. We were both outside of my home on the steps. We had our boom box outside listening to the radio and had our two-way radios talking to random people in our town. Don't do that, by the way. We were chilling, talking, and just having fun. For some reason, I was doing something and my cousin was like, who's that? And I looked to what she was looking and I just automatically screamed my head off. We grabbed our things, ran inside, locked the doors, and turned off all our lights. We were peeking to look outside, and this was what I can vividly remember. What I seen was a headless person. I had seen the body figure, but I couldn't see a head, like it was blacked out. This thing was running, but the way it was running was like slow motion running. I could see the movement of running, but it looked like it was floating at the same time. This thing was running on our road to our home, and we both had seen it. This thing stopped at our basketball court we had outside my home, which was like a couple yards from my house. It literally stood there for which felt like minutes. We were so scared. We kept looking out and all we could see is this thing standing there towards my home. Finally, this thing left. I ran back up the road and it ran back up the road and disappeared into the dark. When my mom finally came home, we were so freaked out telling her about it. And she uh, burned some cedar and for us to calm down. Later on, when I told the story to my older brother, he told me that that was a deceased family member. My older brother told me about how our grandpa had encountered the same thing. Our grandpa figured that it was his son visiting and making sure home is doing okay. So my older brother was basically telling me that the thing was just a family member and it was just visiting home. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God, I was like... Um, headless person just running around. Oh, I don't know. I mean, my question would be like, is that how he died? Is he like, yeah, I know, right? I would have been like, okay, so he was, yeah, he was, he must have been, right? If he was headless, Ugh. I don't know. That's scary. But running towards you, like, I know. Can you uh, can you safely walk towards me so I can see that you mean well? <laughs> but like running towards me, that's pretty hostile. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Too much hostility for yeah. me. Okay, so the third story, this is my mom's story. Our home is small, so she had a bedroom, and I used to sleep with her because her room had a mattress. 
It was a nice break from sleeping on a cot or couch. This their small their home is like tiny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she told me that one night we were sleeping, she happened to open her eyes because she felt like someone was watching. Now picture this. Our bed was right underneath the window and she was sleeping towards the window. She opened her eyes and saw a skinwalker outside the window looking directly at her. She said she was frozen. She tried to wake me up, but she said she was paralyzed and couldn't sleep. She said it felt like it lasted forever, but our dogs, but our outside dogs scared it away barking. She said once they ran away, she felt herself move again. She said that was so scary, had it, it was so scary. It had pointy ears, red eyes. If you don't know what a skinwalker is, in our culture, it means a medicine man went to the dark side, practicing bad stuff, and they get the ability to be able to transform into an animal. Usually coyotes. They say that to her able to become one is to sacrifice. They say that to be able to become one is to sacrifice a loved one, which we talked about yeah. in our last podcast episode. Sure I think did. your coworker said that to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I confirmed with Krishan and I was like, didn't you have a family member who was considering? And she was like, yeah, they had to kill like the baby sister or something. Like, yeah. In order to become a skinwalker, you have to kill a loved one. Yeah, yeah. You sacrifice it. Uh, and the Fucking fact that wild. yeah, and the fact that they described it even with pointy ears and red eyes, just like right. you when you saw yeah. yours. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, the red eyes. I'm like, okay. Ugh. Which reminds me, um, she didn't send this to me, but Krishan has told me this story before that one of her aunts saw skin. Well, had an encounter with with a skinwalker, and she was frozen. They, I guess, like when they see you or like. You were frozen. Everything. She said that she was frozen outside. She couldn't move like at all. And they saw her not being able to move like because she had gone outside and she was mad. She was drunk and she was like screaming at them, telling them to go away. And then the people inside the house saw her freeze and not be able to move. Isn't that wild? That's scary. The fact like, that they saw her freeze but couldn't see what she yeah, was looking at. Yeah. Super. And my last story is Jasmine, which goes into Kenya's story because it kind of has to, it has to deal with Jasmine. So, so Jasmine's my sister for anybody who doesn't know. And she wrote in and said, one day I remember falling asleep and Buddy, her dog, slept with me. I don't remember if I left the door open a crack or if one of my dumb brothers did, but I was asleep and I woke up startled because Buddy was growling at the door. I kept telling him, Buddy, Buddy. Buddy, what is it? And he kept growling a lot and he wouldn't listen. And I was so scared and I couldn't find my phone to turn on my flashlight. So I was even more panicked. And so I said to myself, okay, stop being a little bee. And I got up out of bed, but he's still growling. I quickly turned on the lights. The light switch is close to the door, which made me even more scared. But as soon as I turned the lights, Buddy stopped growling. I went back to the bed and finally was able to find my phone. It was 3 a.m. I don't... The witching hour. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Buddy saw, but I left the lights on for the rest of the night. Then, Kenya, a while back, was like, do you remember that one night where Jasmine saw a shadow when she was a kid? She was like three or four. And I was like, remind me. And so she reminded me and I was like... Oh my God, I do remember this. So Jasmine has always been a little bitch, like always. <laughs> she's always been such a scaredy cat. But we love her. <laughs> yeah, we love her, but she's always been a scaredy cat. And I know it's like probably my sibling's fault, like my brother's, because we would scare her and shit. 
I mean, that's what you do to your little So PTSD, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So she's always been that way. And she had always been, like, really, really, like, attached to, like, my parents. Like, she always wanted to sleep with them, you know, and she would, like, run to them to snitch. My sister. (laughs) Yeah. So she would, I don't know how fucking old until she stopped sleeping with my parents, but one of the nights she was sleeping with my mom. And I think at this time, uh, our, my stepdad was working nights, so it was just my mom and her. And me and Kenya shared a room next to my parents' room. And my mom had, my mom and stepdad had a bathroom in their master. And, but they would leave, I think I mentioned this in the last one, how they would leave like a little bit, like a crack open in the mm-hmm. bathrooms because they needed their little nightlight. So Jasmine got up to pee in the middle of the night. And, like, ran back inside, didn't even flush the toilet, ran back to the bed and was telling my mom, like, there's someone in here, there's someone here, there's there's someone here in the in the room. And she was, like, freaking out. And my mom was like, no, there's not, chill the fuck out, and blah, blah, blah. And then as my mom was starting to fall asleep, she said that she saw a shadow go from, like, one corner of the room to the other corner, and she specifically saw it move because of that light. That was coming from the bathroom. So the same shadow that you saw. And yeah, basically. And then my mom asked, just to make sure, she asked me and Kenya, like, did you girls by any chance use the bathroom in the middle of the night? Like, or did you guys come in? And we were like, no. Like, and the kids, uh, no, the kids were like, they would never go if they... Honestly, the kids were all so... I don't know what the fuck they were scared of. I never really experienced much in the Pinchot house, but, like, they were so scared of getting up in the middle of the night that if they were going to get up in the middle of the night to pee, they were just going to pee their beds. Yeah, they would rather, like, not get up to go to the bathroom. They would just pee in their beds. And, And I always thought, like, maybe they were little bitches, like, all of them. But then I'm thinking now, I'm like, maybe they saw things when they were kids that they don't remember now. You know what I mean? And like, should I got a bedpan, <laughs> right? <laughs> At least. And so, like, I remember there was a lot of bedwetting, like back in the day. So, my mom asked me in Kenya, and we were like, "No, we didn't see anything." And then my mom was like, "Told us, like, I saw a shadow, blah blah blah." And I just started praying, and then like she felt like a little bit like at Mm. ease and she was able to go back to sleep praying helps yeah and so my mom was like jasmine was like legit saying like there's something here there's something here and she would not stop and finally like jasmine fell asleep and jasmine's like you like she loves sleep so Mm. she finally was able to fall asleep and Mm. when she falls asleep she fucking dies (laughs) so like she was able to fall asleep but my mom was like she saw the shadow too so i'm like um i don't remember this i at first when kenya told me i was like wait what and then she started saying the story and i was like oh my god i do remember my mom asking us because then that night i was fucking terrified (laughs) and i was like can let's just close our room i don't even want to see the like like the light of the room of the bathroom door like i don't want to see shit but yeah and like when jasmine told me that story about buddy growling because she had told me this before she wrote it in when it happened she told me like buddy did this and that Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you've met my dog's family my family's dogs Yes. Okay, so, like, Buddy doesn't growl. Like, he always wants to be petted and stuff. Yeah. But he only doesn't like certain people. My like, dog. Yeah, yeah. So, he doesn't like um, Raul. And he doesn't like 
I forgot who else Jasmine said like, oh, he doesn't like this person. And I, but it's only been like those two people. And so he'll growl at them. So I was just like, I can't believe he was, and when you, whenever you tell Buddy, like, Buddy, stop, like, he's, he will stop. He's a good dog. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that, that's fucking terrifying. Like, like he, he was in protective mode. Yeah. Of... He was, he wouldn't stop growling until Jasmine turned on the lights. Like, that's fucking scary. Yeah. But yeah. So those so, were all the stories that so I. So what did Kenya told. see, though? What do you mean? So you said it tied in Kenya. No, but... because Kenya was the one who reminded me of this story. Oh. Because it was me and Kenya. Like, my mom asked me and Kenya because we were next door. And she was the one who reminded me because I had forgotten about that. And then I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I do remember Jasmine, like, telling my mom there was something in the room. Mm-hmm. And we, like, my like Jasmine would say stupid shit all the time. So I was just like, she's stupid. Just like how we said about your sister, like... They're just storytellers. Yeah. So that's what we thought about <laughs> that with nicely. Jasmine. Yeah. We thought that with Jasmine. So, yeah. And then for my mom to actually see the shadow, like, that was different. Yeah. Oh, Your yeah. mom saw the shadow? Yeah. My mom saw it. Like, saw the shadow go through, like, from one room and to the other. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is saved and sanctified. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god talking about our our siblings saying things though like uh, my brother like james i remember one like they would always gather each other too like it was matthew james and victoria and they would always play pranks on each other and it's so funny because victoria has always been the biggest chicken but she would love scaring people like, she would, like, wait in, like, the restroom while you're walking down oh the hallway and, like, jump out at you, right? All right, so back when Matthew and James were younger, they actually would share a room and um, had a day bed where they would pull out the bottom mattress, and that's how they would sleep. Um, one night, I guess Matthew and James were asleep already, but he had, James had woken up, and... Um, like I said, they would always like to play pranks on each other and scare each other. So at the time he thought Victoria was at like the foot of his bed, kind of like trying to scare her Mm -hmm. or scare him. Mm -hmm. And, but the room was dark and all you can see was kind of like the outline of like her sitting or who he thought was her at the edge of his bed. And he like still being half asleep was just like, like Victoria, like leave (laughs) us alone. Like, you know, I'm trying to sleep. Knock your shit off, he said, you know? <laughs> and she, he's like, but he, she's like, I didn't get, she didn't get any reaction, like, or give any reactions. He, she just kind of stood there. And that's when she, he was all like, like, knock your shit off, Victoria, right? Like, he got more mad. And again, no reaction. And he was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Because usually when. Because that sounds like, yeah, for sure, Victoria would have given a reaction. Yeah, because Victoria, like, she likes to play a joke, but once she sees that we mean business, and we're like, stop. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, my gosh, she'll, like, laugh or whatever. Yeah. And there was no reaction. And so he, like, looked and, like, kind of, kind of like, followed his, like, eye vision, like, down. And he saw the hands on his bed. <gasps> yeah. And he's, like, and the fingers, like, were, like, so long Ew. and, like, creepy looking. He's, like, that I immediately just, like, jumped up on my bed and, like, jumped over whatever it was and, like, just ran out the room. Right, and he's like, and I ended up like sleeping like in the living room. Oh my god! Yeah, and but this was when he would sleep with Matthew. Yeah. So was Matthew in the room? In the bedroom that's now my bedroom. Mm. 
that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Matthew was asleep in the bottom mattress. Oh, yeah. Said, Fuck Matthew. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. That's exactly what Matthew said. Like the next day when like he woke up and James was telling us like wait what he saw and <laughs> Matthew's like what the fuck are you gonna try to wake me up or yeah. like say like Matthew <laughs> or he's like you just left me in there alone with it. Yeah. And so that I think that was like the scariest thing that ever happened to him. Like, um, yeah, with Matthew it was kind of more subtle. Like. In that room, like there was, he, there, one time Matthew painted a, a mural of a of a tree on the wall, and so he like at the time like we took had taken out the carpet, so he's like it's the perfect time to paint on the wall. And he like laid down plastic and covered his like the day bed with plastic and moved it to the other side of the, of the room. And he's like, I came back from school one day, and he saw that the day bed had been scooted like into the middle of the room. And you can see that the, like the paint plastic that he put on the floor had like been like scrunched up, right? So he then came and asked us like, who moved my bed? Uh, and none of us had. No one had. No one. A whole ass bed moved. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. In your room? This is your room now. Now, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, and so like when they were younger, they would always play hide and seek as well. And one time, him and Victoria were hiding from James and they hid into in the closet in that same room. Oh god. And like they had put they were already aware that stuff would always happen in that room, so they would kind of like set like booby traps for it. To like oh, see like a, of something like if this moves out of place. Oh, okay, okay. Like oh, okay. you know, yeah, it shouldn't yeah. move, yeah. And so um they had like a a fan there, and they they put like a little teddy bear on top of the fan, and like made sure to shake the fan to see if it would fall or whatever, and it wouldn't, right? So like if this falls, it's because something threw it. It didn't do it by itself. Oh, okay. And so one day they were hi- hi- playing hide and seek, and they went to hide in the closet because there's a walk-in closet in that room, and and they couldn't get the door open. Right. When they were inside. And they were inside the closet. <gasps> Yeah, so they were trying to like turn the doorknob and push it open, and they couldn't. They put it <gasps> push open, and both of them were trying to push the door open like together, and they couldn't. And when they finally did, that teddy bear that was on top of the fan was like thrown across like the like the other room. It was like on the floor in the <gasps> room, and it wasn't like as if it just kind of fell off the fan. It was like so far from the fan that like it had to have been thrown. Oh my god! Yeah. And this is your room now, again. Yes. I gotta make sure where I'm not gonna be sleeping ever. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, again, it doesn't... I never experienced things like that. My mom doesn't either. Yeah, so it's just all the crazy things that's happened to all our friends and family and especially close to home in my case. Yeah. (laughs) Or in my home. Not even close to home. In my home. Yeah. That's wild. Super wild, but and again, like I just, I'm like, okay, that's your room, that's where you're at, and yeah, that explains to the evilness that comes from you. I just radiate evilness. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I think the ghost is a hoe. <laughs> so they get a show and they love it, and they've given you extra powers <laughs> because. Just kidding. Okay. So that was it. That's all we have for today. Thanks to everybody who shared their stories. 
Thank you to everybody who's listened. Oh my God, we've gotten so much feedback from you guys. And Positive feedback. Yeah, we loved it. And as always, it's so appreciative. You guys know I really appreciate it when you guys give me feedback. Please let us know um, what you would like to hear next. And make sure, again, you tell your mom, your dad, your siblings, your friends. Make sure you're sharing the podcast and rating it if you can we are finally on apple podcast so if you have an iphone you can go to the podcast app and search for the podcast and it finally is there so again thank you so much have a happy halloween thank you andrew for coming thank you i loved it hopefully i'm back for more oh for sure if you guys want to hear her again if you guys want to hear whole stories, <laughs> anywhere I, opens any topics. Yeah, she's she's got them all, but definitely <laughs> she's got plenty of whole stories for everybody too. I'm just friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you for joining us. Happy Halloween, and we'll talk to you soon. Happy Halloween! Bye. Bye.